Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for the Dragon Reborn. I'm your host, Will Callen. With me, I got my good friend and co-host, Steve. Hello. Steve. Well. How are you doing today? Today, I am a little parched. I haven't put enough fluids into my body, but that's okay. I am feeling a little witchy. And that's because today's chapter, Following the Craft, mm. has me feel I like I'm following the craft. The witchcraft. Loved. I feel like a young teenage schoolgirl <laughs> figuring out uh, her connection with magic and rune, runes. Yeah, those are all really important. Isn't it weird how that Smith song just ended up being the witch anthem for like... Any Smith song can be a witch anthem. I guess so, right? It's very witchy band. Is Morrissey a witch? <laughs> no. Morrissey's not a witch. Morrissey's a plant man. He's half plant. <laughs> <laughs> no, he probably wants to be a, some sort of witch or something. And I wouldn't say they're a witchy band either. They're just, um, but they're just somber and depressing enough that you can spin that into a sort of witchy, spooky vibe. Especially if you've got like, you know, teenage girls and boys in a school all sweaty (laughs) we're talking about the craft people the movie there's a movie called the craft we're not just saying these things yeah it's a great you know nah you know what it's not that great of a movie it's a movie (laughs) it's a movie of like it's so of its time it's just the 90s compressed into like 90 minutes of weird witchiness there was like a time where like witch stuff was just getting Super popular. I think the Hocus Pocus came out during that time as well. That's a huge witch property. Well, Hocus Pocus is like it's 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 got to be number one. We should do an all witch episode and rank all the witch stuff. Oh, that's best not bad. witch movies, witch TV shows. I don't want anything to do with because there's actually a fucking shit ton of them, and they're all out for like one season. It's called like the Witchy World of Wendy the Witch, and like fuck off. Checks out with Wendy. Yep, already. My dad used to watch one religiously. And I think I mentioned on the show... Xena, Warrior Princess. All the time. He couldn't get enough of it. Relic Hunter. (laughs) With Tia (laughs) Carreri. Okay. So I have have definitely mentioned on the show that my dad watched a lot of uh, Space Channel growing up. I guess it was sci-fi TV in the States. But in Canada, it was called Space Channel. And that's where you get Relic Hunter. That's where you get Xena, Warrior Princess. Hercules, I think, was on that as well. But also... And Young Hercules. And Young Hercules. Also, a witch series called Charmed, which mm-hmm. used the same mm-hmm. theme song mm-hmm. from the craft, and that's why I always think of the Smiths whenever when I whenever I start doing witch stuff, which well, is surprisingly in a lot of often. Ways, in a lot of ways, Charmed <laughs> is just the craft as a TV show. It's more like it's Charmed is the craft after high school. You know, like they they moved out, they got themselves like their own place now. They're in San Francisco. They're trying to work out like jobs and relationships and that sort of stuff. That's what I remember. I didn't watch the craft. I mean the charm. The charm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't watch charm. <laughs> I didn't watch charm. But didn't have it had like seven seasons. It went on forever. I think you, it was like you, nineteen. You watch them all? There's no way. No, I didn't watch them all. all. No, 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 no. My dad did though. He watched every single one. I think he has like T-shirts and merch. Just out the wazoo yeah, for that that's show. Probably the, that was probably the demographic for that for that show. Dads. I think he watched it. I think he ended up watching a lot of these shows because he was out gigging all the time when I was a kid. 
So he'd only be back home at like three o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning. And he'd catch whatever's on TV at that time. And what happens to be out on TV at that time is Relic Hunter. Now, for anyone who <laughs> doesn't know what Will just meant by that when he said out gigging. So his dad actually was uh, a practicing warlock. So he would go out <laughs> and he'd do these warlock gigs on the street. And he'd be, yeah. you know, doing his whole uh, witchcraft magic thing. And then it only makes sense naturally to come home, kick back, feel a little bit of Charmed. <laughs> yeah. This is we all do. He just, he decompresses with Charmed. And then he was back at it the next day doing his warlock stuff. Make good money. Put me through school. Very, very appreciative of that warlock money. All right, everybody. Chapter 48. What's it? <laughs> following, following the craft. It's called, it's called following the craft. We just did five minutes on it. Yeah. Let's follow him right into this chapter. <laughs> All right. Let me set the scene for you, Steve. Now we get this Better kind up. of like, we get this kind of like scene multiple times with different chapters. Uh, chapter opens up with Egwene standing on the bow of the boat, looking very, very, uh, very majestically into the sunset mm. on like, a boat. Uh, like Titanic, except sh- there's no Leonardo DiCaprio there. Nope, no Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, or maybe there's no Kate Winslet. She's Leonardo. Somebody's the king of the world in this situation. Right now, it's Egwene. It's Egwene. All right. And we've seen this scene a couple of times. Whenever Robert Jordan needs to introdu- introduce anybody on a boat. Yep. This is the best way to do they're it. They're on the bow. I mean. <laughs> We're going to put really, him on the poop deck. <laughs> I really want a boat. I want a boat just so I can do that. Just stare off majestically. I think you're, I think you're on, on the way. Bow. I think we start a, here's the thing. On the Patreon, we start a boat tier. Right? Oh, okay. Keep talking. And those, and then we, anyone on the boat here helps us get a boat. Eventually we get a boat. We do, we do a podcast on it. Out at sea. <laughs> okay. Now stop in international talking. International waters in. where anything goes. I'm going to kill Will on air people. <laughs> I can't do that actually. Cause I don't want to have a host. I'll cut his toes off. Oh I'll cut my toes off, And then we'll swap them. Why'd you talk international about toes? Waters. I've been, I've been dealing with a toe situation the last few days i don't want to get Have into you? it but yeah i've been dealing with a toe situation you gotta get into it what do you I've got been like you, you got an ingrown nail <laughs> i think i got an ingrown nail <laughs> well that's not bad Those no it's si- not bad and i think i fixed it i think I, like this it really what it really what really happened it came to a head this morning at about four o'clock in the morning and i was tossing and turning and it was my 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 big toe was just screaming at me in that like throbbing you know that when pain just like it's just like the waves of throbbing pain from your toe yeah i i can't say i've experienced it too too often but it does maybe sound like you're developing the early onsets of gout but i don't know (laughs) shit well (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm gonna wait till it gets a little bit worse i'm gonna just take advil and i feel like you are for sure gonna get gout in your life and here's the funny thing (laughs) is that i technically should get gout because all the men in my family have gout Really? Genetically speaking, I should I should get I, I'm on the Gout Express. Gout train what is destination. What's gout again. I'm gout I'm confused USA. what it is. What is it? Yeah, is it like a form it's of leprosy? It's kind of like leprosy. Uh <laughs> it no, it is uh it's in your feet and your toes get all like swollen up and super painful 
and it gets it's caused by mm. I know red meat causes it. And oh, okay. Actually, I like I don't know what like causes it causes it like makes it show up, but once you have it, you can't eat red meat or your gout will flare up. Well, you don't really eat red meat much at all. Like I don't think I've seen you eat no. red meat more than like three what? or four times in my entire uh, friendship. Like brown life. meat. <laughs> but I yeah I don't eat a ton of it. I still don't know if I'm immune. But here's a here's a funny here's a funny little thing about it is that my my brother has it right he has gout he can't eat red meat sometimes like one day one day we're out together we're eating we're eating a sandwich and then he's like what's on the sandwich is this salami this is gabagool and i was like yeah you ordered a salami sandwich gout flare-up but then no no eats mcdonald's big mac no gout (laughs) so Draw your own conclusions there. He can he has gout, can eat red meat, can consistently eat McDonald's. It has been put to the test. McDonald's does not flare up the gout. So depends. I, maybe it was like one of those maybe it's like one of those things like he was walking too much and his feet got swollen. You know? And then just nope. so happened, nope. had salami, blamed it nope. on the gout. Definitely not has gout, but <laughs> But uh, you know, it's just like red red meat makes it flare up, which is which is why McDonald's doesn't do it. It's not meat. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us for the medical hour with Will and Steve. <laughs> it's been ten minutes. Yeah, we treat- barely started this chapter. Gout's a real thing. Listen, if you get gout, treat your feet. Holla at you, boy. I got some. I got some news for you. I got coupons to McDonald's. Right? <laughs> you got that McDonald's app? Get the app. You can get deals. Chapter forty-eight, everybody. Following the craft. Egwene's <laughs> got gout. <laughs> She's e- on a boat. Gout. She's got a gout. Uh, okay, I want to talk some of the dreams that Egwene's been having. All right? So let's uh, let's reel them off real quick. She's got Master Lou on, and he's in like a cage. Being yes. like, I think Some of these think dreams he's... are actually quite interesting also. so I, I mean, like, I think he's being fed like chicken strips or something from, from Dark Ones. You're like McRibs. Oh, McRibs. See, that doesn't sound so bad. Out of uh, season McRibs. That's that's the thing. You know how McRib only comes in? It's like, oh, it's back. Well, where was it? Where was it? This is where it was. Being fed. Being fed to Master Lewin. All right. Now <laughs> she's got she's been having dreams of the Sean Chan. So they might be Howdy showing Bob up man. again. <laughs> it's just old West dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so everything just now takes place in a western era. Uh she's been having dreams with about Perrin and Falcons, and she doesn't know what to make of that. Hint, Falcon's not a falcon. It's a bird or a girl. Yes. It's a bird girl. Who knows who's maybe <laughs> a horse. No. Um also in the Perrin dream, there's the what is it? He's he's trying to choose between his his weapons, his axe He's got a choice between an axe and a hammer. And I think he's going to be getting a hammer. Because I looked ahead at the chapter names. And I'm going to spoil it for you. Perrin's got a hammer. Chapter 52. It's called The Hammer. (laughs) Chapter 50. So we're ending this week with The Hammer. Now, there's another dream that you have... Either you haven't gotten to yet or you've omitted it, but it is a dream about Matt where he is just repeatedly yes, I... screaming. <laughs> I'm coming! 
I'm coming. And now, playing dice with Balzo on. They, uh, they were, yeah, he's playing dice, and I guess, and the dice, we don't know what's going on. All we know is that he's playing dice, he's having a great time, and he just keeps saying, I'm coming. So, so it's like, I've had dreams like that before. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> it's the connections you draw, right? So she doesn't know what to make of it. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. How does he not, like, how does Robert Jordan not set up, like, is he setting us up for this? Part, Was like, that I a said sex before, dream? I said it a few weeks ago. I think parts of these books are just straight up put in there to fuck with us. Yeah. I mean, stuff like this. But he is coming somewhere, probably, I guess. I, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. He's either coming I or going. <laughs> He's over there. He's coming with the taint. The dark one's taint. Oh, boy. All right. They're on a boat. And I think we've got another dream of Rand. And he's now going after the sword. He's going after Kalendor. And he's being chased by, I think, five women and six men. <laughs> and he's just cutting their heads off. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He's not. And she's like, I, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, I don't know if this is like, if this is referring to Forsaken that are coming after him. And we, it's now cut down from 13 because I think we've killed like two or three of them now. Because the first book, Eye of the World, we killed the two, we got the guy with the mask. And then we had another guy that fought Rand. So we had two of them at least. Yeah, they're down. I think there's we killed... F- how many are there? 13? I think there's 13, yeah. Because spooky. Because spooky number, right? Yeah. Do they replace them? Oh, do you mean like there's a promotion process like put in place in case like you lose a Forsaken and Bowsmon like brings... Like yeah. a runner up into the office, like, and he's like, "Well, like, you've... what's even keeping these dark friends?" Your resume motivated. says that you've been uh, you've been invading dreams lately. That's very good. Yes. Um, what is keeping up morale with the dark friends and the motivation? McRibs, baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the McRibs are to throw at the prisoners. It maybe yeah, when, but it's in still a good time. Have some, but you know, maybe a little discount. But. If there's, you know, if there's two forsaken spots open, you know somewhere there's a there's a dark friend who's like, this is fucking bullshit, man. I have been a dark friend for ten years, and I every time like, feel like, what about me? Right, and his name will be like Troglemore. But what about Troglemore? Right, I should be a fucking forsaken. Troglemore sounds like an awesome forsaken name. Yeah, yeah. Always skipped then- over. You gotta you gotta be careful with those guys because like he may want it, but he might be one of those guys that's always constantly complaining about structure and everything like that. So bringing him on into a management role could destroy morale for everybody from the top that's down. That's kind of like me. That's why you don't want to hire me on the management because I'll get in there and I'll bring the whole establishment down from the inside. That's I've the same it. with me, man. I'll do it again. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm the same way. You don't want me on your team. You know I work best as like a Scotty to the Enterprise. You know just put me in the dungeon. All right, give me a very repeatable task that I can't fuck up. And I'm <laughs> that is a, yeah, I and relate a lot with that too. I, re- I relate a lot with that. <laughs> like, like washing dishes, done, no problem. Very repeatable. I can listen to a podcast. It's very low stakes in the situation. Pushing a button, great time. Love pushing buttons. How many buttons yeah. do you want me to push? Is it do I'm paid per button or I'm paid per hour per button? Do I? <laughs> Do I press as many buttons as possible in one hour? I wish hour, you got paid per button. Some of those things got a lot of buttons in them. 
Oh man, I press every button. I just run across whatever whatever thing has the buttons on them and just put. Yeah, my we're just palm talking on about it. things with buttons, but very rarely is only one button made. It's either one button, maybe sometimes two, or like a hundred buttons. <laughs> and that's when things get really complicated. That's a little too much stake for me. <laughs> I could so bring the whole are... establishment down with with that many buttons. <laughs> so the... All right. So all of our heroes are on a boat. No buttons on the boat. No buttons Except on maybe the boat. on their on their blouses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we're we're almost at a time already, and we are not even like near the we. Where are we? We haven't even started, and this chapter is like <laughs> so long. <laughs> okay, let's let's jump ahead a little bit. So they they're on the boat. Egwene has the dreams. There's this whole conversation between Nynaeve and Egwene and Elaine about getting off the boat and going somewhere else. They're going to Tear. They get to Tear. There's a bunch of people with pants. Lots of pants. People wearing pants mm-hmm. all over the place. There's mud. There's fish. Lots of fish talk. I think Amaral Seat is probably from Tyr. Has that been said before? I don't know. But I, I think she's know. from Tyr. Know how I know? Know how I know? Fish metaphors all over the place. Every time anybody yeah. says anything, they're like, they're like, said it oh, smells like fish in the air. It smells like fish in the air. People are going like, you better get no mud fish on you because the mud fish is how it makes glass houses break, bro. They, they did say that. Pants. There were there were fish <laughs> metaphors. There was fish in the air. Something's fishy. There was also a point they went into a kitchen where there were a bunch of sausages hanging from the ceiling. Looked oh, I love it. that. Yep, fish sausage. <laughs> it wasn't clarified the type of sausage. Um, what's in you don't those need to casings. clarify it. I know exactly it well what could, it is. It could have been fish sausage. Yep, it's Trout. definitely fish sausage. Now we meet a new character here. Yes. An Obi Wan type, yes, in a way, I guess. Uh, named Mister uh, Mistress Gwent. I don't know. And she goes by also Eileen. Her name's like Eileen. That's from The Witcher. Fucking asshole. Say your story. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't give faults. Apologies. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't speak the truth. 100% of the time. They go, they find like a place where they can like lay their head. Nynaeve is like, I'm going to look for the wisdom. She somehow just has like wisdom. She has wisdom sight. She just knows where to seek out the w- nearest wisdom. And she gets there. And uh, they, this lady. They, it's a social network. It's a wisdom social network that she's she's logged into. It shows everyone. It's like Snapchat. Oh, it's Mother Gwenna. <laughs> and it shows where everyone is. All right, and there's this whole scene where Nynaeve and Mother Gwenna uh, start, like, they're testing each other. She's like, I don't think you're a real wisdom. And she's like, prove it. She's like, what do you do if uh, if you need if somebody has a broken arm and uh, they need help? And she's like, make tea. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. She's okay. like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, what do you do when uh, somebody's got a stick in their eye and numb tongue? Uh, give them some tea. Tea. Beef okay. tea. Beef t- All right. All right. All right. Now, what do you do when somebody there's somebody's foot swelling after they have a burger? The Macarena? Hey, Macarena, <laughs> Macarena, Macarena. And then they're like, Macarena. Oh, here we call it the, we call it the Macaroni. Yeah, it's Macaroni. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, sorry. Of course, you feed them <laughs> the, the magical healing Macaroni. Of Tarvalon. 
Right. Okay. Good, good, good. And that goes on for like eight pages. I'm not exactly sure, but it feels like it goes on forever. It goes on and for like eventually, 18 pages. Eventually, Nynaeve is able to convince Master uh, Mother Gwenna, whose also name is like I, Eileen or I, Eileen or I don't know. I, uh, I, I, yeah. I want to call her Mother Goose. I like Mother Goose. That's fun. It's pretty good. Seems like she's going to be operating in a very Mother Goosely way. I like to picture her as a big goose. Oh. Yeah. Long neck? Well, a goose has a long neck, doesn't it? Well, frithy uh like a like a like a frithy tail, like a like a like a like a feathers? Frithy. Frithy. That's a new word. I made it up I right like now. It. I don't even know if it is not a word. I didn't I didn't say I didn't make any claims of the sort. I'm play, pretty sure it's n- not a real word and I made it up. But I'm not going to go double check my work. You're a little frithy. Oh, I oh I like that. Now we can just call it, you're frithy. I'm not frithy. You're frithy, man. <laughs> All right. And then they get the they get the rooms and then uh, Egwene's like, fuck you, Nynaeve. And then she's been thinking about that yeah. the entire book. And I think we're done. We <laughs> yeah. did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> We skipped. This might be a new record for stuff we've skipped over in a chapter, but look at the time. We gotta go. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with chapter 49 The Storm India. tell you this right now chapter summaries like the one that we just did for this episode doesn't get much looser than that i challenge anybody to get as sidetracked as we do during these episodes but of course i digress i'm really here to tell you guys about our good friend cheese daddy big cheese daddy and how much he supports our show we love him we can't do the show without him so if you guys want to be like cheese daddy Head over to our Patreon, subscribe to one of our tiers, you get a weekly podcast, and the, the, the benefits never end.